Hi guys, I'm Paisley. And I'm Laura. We're just two caffeinated introverts who love talking about Gilmore Girls. We'll be doing an episode-by-episode rewatch podcast every other week. Welcome to Let Them Drink Cosmos. Hi guys! (laughs) That was loud. (laughs) Very loud. (laughs) Does everyone still have your eardrums intact? (laughs) Okay, it wasn't that loud. (laughs) So, we have a special guest on today. Our friend Amber. Yeah. (laughs) Is joining us again. Yes. Hello. Hi, everyone. Again. (laughs) How are you two today? Pretty good. Nice and caffeinated after the coffee from Laura. Oh, amazing. I was double fisting my caffeination this morning? Afternoon? I don't know. Both? Hmm. I had coffee in one hand and iced tea in the other, so I'm feeling okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Considering I've not been getting enough sleep. <laughs> How about you, Pays? I'm doing well. <laughs> so I guess we'll jump right into the episode. Today we are discussing Season 1, Episode 8, Love, Love and, and War and, and Snow. snow. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the opening scene is at town meeting. Is yes. this first okay, town meeting? It is, yes, the first town meeting. I was just about to ask. I think this is the first time we have seen town meeting. Yes. And Taylor is upset. Big surprise. <laughs> yes. And I love how Lorelai walks in bringing food and drinks yes. for her and Rory. She's late. Yes. And she has food and drinks, which we learn later is not allowed at town meeting. Yeah. But she's Lorelai. Yep. We weren't there for the episode where she did pelt the French fries, but I wish we would have been. Imagine. <laughs> One of my favorite quotes honestly from the whole episode I, I have a few but this one is a top favorite is the very first line right out the gate <laughs> Taylor getting mad at Andrew saying that some of us have businesses to run that don't involve peddling drug paraphernalia to kids <laughs> Andrew explains it was a lava lamp <laughs> Yes. And Taylor replies back, there is no use for a lava lamp unless you're on drugs. Yes. Every time I see a lava lamp, I think of that, and I think Taylor would be pretty upset about this thing. Yes, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) So this is the first time we meet the mayor of Stars Hollow, Harry Porter. So he's introduced, and he's complaining about leash laws. Yes. (laughs) And then they start talking about the reenactment. Yes. And Battle of Stars Hollow. Yes. (laughs) Which wasn't actually a battle. (laughs) Lorelai and Rory are looking for Luke because they know he's going to get super upset at this because, you know, Luke, he doesn't like town stuff. Right. (laughs) And when he finally gets frustrated enough to stand up and talk about it, my favorite line that he says is... They got stirred up. They should have been wearing prom dresses. Yes, I love that line, too. <laughs> but I love how they were, the whole time they were. he was talking about this, they were watching Luke, seeing him do his different phases until he actually stood up and started yelling at him. <laughs> yes, they could tell it yeah. was coming. It's building up. Yes. <laughs> Urge wins by a long shot. Yes. <laughs> So then after that part, after the theme song, 
we see Lorelai wakes up and she goes downstairs, opens the window, and <laughs> um, gets the phone and listens to Max Medina's messages again. <laughs> so yeah, we're at her house at this point and we see what's coming because we see the tree being blown in the wind. Yes. And Lorelai's excited in anticipation of snow. I love the snow. I never get to see it, though. I have not seen the snow in a long time. I don't actually... Actually, I don't think I've ever seen the snow fall from the sky before. Me either. I love snow. I That's something I miss now that I live here. When I was little, we always had snow in Illinois. And then even in Texas, we had snow a few times a year so yeah I always miss it in the winter now until I get to go visit Texas and I get snow along the way but yeah I love snow yeah Uh, and yeah when she opens the window and takes that deep breath all I can think of though yes I know the smell that crisp clean smell of the air before snow is amazing but all I can think of is how cold it is for her to be opening the window and taking in a deep breath at that point. <laughs> yes. That's why Rory comes out and is like... <laughs> that and at this point she's listening to the answering yeah. machine message mm-hmm. over and over yes. and over, over again. <laughs> yeah. Max Medina. Max, Max Medina. Medina. <laughs> <laughs> that just had to be said. One thing I wanted to mention was on his message that he leaves, you know, we hear parts of it over the course of the scene. But my favorite part was he mentions what he's doing at the time. He's in his office reading a paper, and it was entitled, Emily Dickinson, Get a Life. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What student would write, Emily Dickinson, Get a Life? I feel like maybe either Louise. I could see that because she's a little... Blase with everything in life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Saying, like, get a life. (laughs) (laughs) But I agree with him. He says that he's losing his faith in mankind. And if I had to read a paper entitled Emily Dickinson, Get a Life, I feel like I might be losing my faith in mankind, too. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So that's when Rory comes out and she's like, sorry, I woke you up. And then that's when they both sit on the couch and she's, she was saying, um, can't you smell it? Like the snow coming? And she's like, no, I think it's something only you, um, can, I think it's something like, wait, darn it, I forgot the quote. It's like a dog and high pitched noises, something only you can smell. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's the scene where we get that famous quote. I I smell smell snow. snow. Yeah. (laughs) I gotta say real quick, I love the blanket that they had during there. It looked yeah. so cozy. I can't tell if it was wool or not. Maybe not wool. Something a little bit softer. But of all the blankets that I've seen in the series, for some reason, that one kind of catches my eye because I just want to snuggle up with it. So cozy. Yeah. So cozy. <laughs> Maybe because it's starting to get cold now over here. Yeah. <laughs> also, I loved, we get to hear a little bit about some of their traditions. Yes. We hear about their snow tradition. Um, it's donuts, coffee, and at standing midnight. in the snowstorm at midnight. Yes. I love that. Honestly, I wish it snowed here so we could do that. <laughs> and then when Lorelai continues listening to the message and Rory's asking how long she's going to do it, <laughs> then 
at the end when um, Rory says, it's all fodder for the tell-all, it made me think of, spoiler alert, guys, if you haven't seen the revival, so she does write a tell-all, essentially, mm-hmm. in the revival, Gilmore Girls. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> It really is fodder for the tell-all. Yeah. <laughs> so then Rory returns to bed, and Lorelai continues listening to that message. Yeah. I'm wondering when does she go back to bed? <laughs> so now we're at the next scene at the Independence Inn. Yes. And I love how Lorelai is so excited, telling Michelle we need to get the sleds <laughs> out. Yes. All this stuff, and then Michelle, his line, I love this, is probably my favorite quote. (laughs) He says, "Uh, not everyone enjoys being pelted in the face with frozen water. (laughs) (laughs) And I feel like her when it comes to snow and wanting to go sledding. Yes. So in Illinois, we would go on snowy weekends. We would visit my, I guess my great aunt. They had a farm in Illinois. And so we would leave the city and go visit them in this small town. And they had this little hill behind their house and we would go sledding down the hill. So that is my favorite winter memory is sledding down that hill. So I felt as giddy about sledding in the snow as Lorelai. <laughs> I feel like I take more along the lines of Michelle's Michelle's view of it. <laughs> because I don't maybe because I didn't grow up in the snow. Cali girl, you know, you, you don't get snow. I feel much like Michelle when he says, it is cold and gray like a fat dead pigeon. (laughs) (laughs) For some reason, I always forget he says that. Me too. And it cracks me up. Yeah. (laughs) I feel you, Michelle. I feel you. (laughs) Okay, so we know Amber's thoughts on snow now. (laughs) Her smelling snow is not a positive thing. No. (laughs) So now is when Rory and Lane walk in, and Lane is in her band uniform, and Lorelai calls her Sergeant Pepper. (laughs) (laughs) And actually, a little before that, um, I had a couple of things I wanted to point out. So we see when Lorelai and Michelle are talking, and then when Suki joins, we see this puffy jacket on one of the employees of the Uh inn. It's the same style we see a lot during the series. Lorelai wears the same jacket in, like, a powder blue. Yes. In yes. the episode where they're building the snow Bjork. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, so, that puffy jacket, this one's gray, and it has the Independence Inn logo on the back. Oh. And so, we see Lorelai wear it. Also, if you look at behind-the-scenes photos... Um, on set pictures, you see a lot of them wearing that same jacket um, with Gilmore Girls embroidered on the back. Oh, cute. And so it was supposedly pretty cold on some of the sets, and so that's what they would wear when they weren't filming. I want one of and those so, jackets. <laughs> um, I don't know if you remember when they were announcing that the revival was happening. Mm-hmm. Lauren Graham posted a picture of her with her one that said Gilmore Girls that she swiped from the set. Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't see that. So, I need to look that up. So when I saw the puffy gray one, I was like, that's the same style. It's just a different color. And yeah. it has independence in. So I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's neat. <laughs> and then we have Suki also where she's talking about. Um, because of the snow, wanting to make 
the maple, maple sugar snowflakes, snowflakes. Yes. to put on all the pillows. Here's my question. Does she bag them up in her own bags, maybe, to put them on the pillows? Because obviously you're not going to put sugar, like a little sugar snowflake on the pillow. Yeah, right. I'm she, assuming they're going to be in yeah, a bag, wrapped yeah. or cellophane or That's something. That's what I was thinking, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then she doesn't get Michelle's joke about he suggests <laughs> instead of in the shape of snowflakes to be in the shape of a buttock because (laughs) in reference to freezing to death in the snow and having to eat your friends to survive because well he's Michelle yeah (laughs) a little bit morbid (laughs) (laughs) so yeah they go to the kitchen well actually no Rory's looking for her book her chemistry (laughs) book <laughs> and that's when Lane is trying to tell her about her crush. Yeah, but and she says, "Rory, focus, please." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. First mention of Rich Blumenfeld. Yes, and the fact. Okay, I am a Star Trek fan. I'm a Trekkie. Same. Oh, I'm so happy about that too. <laughs> I but. The fact that (laughs) Rory asks, does he still wear that Star Trek shirt? Yes, I caught that too. (laughs) So my notes on Rich Blumenfeld so far, he is a Trekkie. And he has amazing hair, apparently. Apparently. He doesn't need much product. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) he doesn't look full. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) My thing about um, when Lorelai calls Lane Sergeant Pepper. Uh Uh-huh. So I love this pop culture reference. So, Sgt. Pepper is a reference to the Beatles album and their alter ego, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, which featured some amazing songs by the Beatles, such as Strawberry Fields Forever, With a Little Help from My Friends, which was featured on the revival, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, and When I'm 64. A lot of good songs on that album. Yeah. So, that there is such, I feel like, a music deep dive in that short little part I really loved. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it made me, after watching this episode this time, I was like, I just have to put the Beatles on repeat now. (laughs) It really put me in a Beatles mood. (laughs) So that's when she gets her book and heads to the kitchen. And (laughs) Suki says she had made cinnamon rolls, which sound amazing. Cinnamon buns. Mm -hmm. Cinnamon buns sound so good. But Rory says, do you have any Rocky Rocky Road Road cookies? (laughs) I so want that. They sound delicious. (laughs) I'm with Rory. I wouldn't like Rocky Road cookies. I do. I don't like Rocky Road ice cream. I'm not big on chocolate. Well, that must be why. I am a huge chocolate fan and chocoholic all the way. Me too. (laughs) So I've had Rocky Road cookies before, actually. I've had a friend make them. They are amazing. Yeah, I haven't had them in a long time. I really want them now after watching this episode. (laughs) (laughs) And then when Lorelai brings out that Rory doesn't like Rocky Road cookies and the song (laughs) and they say, oh, she's bringing him to a boy (laughs) then it's the song with Cookies for the love and the dean and the cookies for the love and the dean and the cookies. (laughs) And then she finally leaves and then that's when they stop. But Suki wants to continue on singing the song. (laughs) She keeps going. That's so me. I'm sorry. But like I I have to finish a song and if it if I'm having fun with it too, then you can go your distance and I'll finish singing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So that's when we walk through town. 
Yeah, they are. Lane and Rory are walking through town. Rory is looking for her bookmark. Lane's trying to talk to her still, and she is still not listening. So she, they get to the bench, mm-hmm, the bus stop, the area. bus stop. Yeah, and <laughs> that's when Rory finally, you know, is trying to listen. But then that's when Dean walks up, so she's like, get yep. a chance to talk to her still. <laughs> yeah, and as Lane is gushing at this point, you can see. She's starting to feel frustrated. You can see it on her face. Yeah. And then when Dean arrives, you really see it. She feels left out. Yeah, Poor definitely. third wheel lane. Yes. <laughs> I love that we both actually wrote third wheel in yeah. Because <laughs> Lane is feeling like a third wheel. Yeah. Which she isn't used to. No. <laughs> She's used to having Rory's attention. Yes. This is new because before this... It's the beginning of Dean and Rory's relationship. Now they're to that point where they're pretty much inseparable. Yeah. And Coraline is She's getting just the there. shaft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then also, here's where we we see Dean in a different light here than we do in later seasons. True. So when he arrives, he gives Rory back her book, uh-huh. her Jane Austen book, which he said he enjoyed. Mm-hmm. And then we find out that he recommended she read Hunter Thompson. So we see that at this point, he did have an interest in the same things as Rory. He liked literature. And yeah. I feel like later they dumb him down. They definitely did, mm-hmm. yes. Because they had a lot of the same interests. But then later when Jess comes in. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I heard a little disdain in your voice there, Kate. You better watch it. You're with a Jess fan right I know. Now. <laughs> Be careful. <laughs> Yeah. They, Let's be civil. <laughs> <laughs> and he, when he asked how to repay her for the cookies, because he was so happy about the cookies, she said, how about a little Charlotte Bronte? <laughs> Trying uh-huh. to recommend more books for him. But he had a different idea in mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting there doing their thing, Lane's really hurt that Rory is not listening to her. So now we're at the next scene back at the Independence Inn. And the snow has started to fall. I'm so excited. (laughs) (laughs) But then that joy is brought to a halt. When when Emily Emily Gilmore calls. Yeah, I wrote that down too. (laughs) I gotta say, in the phone call, I give Lorelai extra points for making a Wonder Woman reference. Absolutely fantastic. Good job. (laughs) So, also during the call, we learn about the bad snowstorm, there's black ice, the roads are treacherous. So, Lorelai had decided she would be staying in the hollow, as she called it. So, there's our slang term for Stars Hollow, guys. The The hollow. hollow. (laughs) Although, it's the same amount of syllables, so it's not quicker to say. (laughs) Nope, but it is funner to say. (laughs) And so, also, they decided at this point, when she's talking to Rory, that they have to postpone the snow walk until tomorrow. Yeah. So now to the next scene, we are in the town square, walking around again. <laughs> um, kind of just outside of Luke's yeah, that area. Yeah. Luke is trying to get them, the reenactors, um, to stop because he hates <laughs> it. And, of course, it's right in front of his store, so he has to stare at it all night. So he's definitely annoyed by that. And then Lorelai comes up and she says, um, there goes the fire chief, the police chief, and the only, what did she say? Licensed paramedic. Med- yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel safe, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> 
And here, Luke is going on a rant about how much he hates tradition and how basically it's like a big fairy tale. People are just putting their heads in the sand. Mm -hmm. And then (laughs) Lorelai is explaining her love of snow and why she has that love of snow. She um, talks about how when she was five years old, she'd been sick. She had this bad earache and she prayed for something amazing to happen to her. And then she woke up and it had snowed. So that's where her love of snow started was when she was five years old going through that. And she said she feels like she, it's a present to her every time it snows now. Yeah. I love that story, honestly. Me too. <laughs> and then we find out about Luke's dad. He was a reenactor. And yeah. that he loved it so much, he was buried with his musket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's nice in a disturbing sort of way. <laughs> <laughs> then that's when we go over to Stars Hollow High and yes. Lane and her bandmates are standing out there ready to practice or perform. I think they have a performance. Yeah. And that's when Rich comes running to join he's late. the formation. He's late. <laughs> and oh, Lane. Yeah. As he's, right, as he's running up and starting to set up, Lane is staring at him admiringly as he's getting out his instrument and uh-huh. everything. And then that's when it comes and she can't resist the urge to run her hand through his hair. Yeah. Poor thing. Oh. oh that's just weird. We see how mortified she is when she realizes she's yeah, done she it. she runs away. She runs away. We hear a few people laughing. Yeah. As oh. she's awkwardly running away. Yeah. So Lane's personality, I feel like she's kind of in her head a lot. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. To the point where that line of reality and what's going on in her head was maybe blurred. Yeah. So she's thinking about running her hands through his hair. But she actually did it. it. Yes. And then when she hears the laughs, she realizes and sees his look. She realizes, oh no, I did that in real life. You look at her face and she's like, oh no, what did I just do? (laughs) Poor thing. We of course also have to ask the question that I wonder when I watch this episode, this is the one question I go away with. What happened to the flautists last year? Yes, I'm imagining he didn't listen and he got his lips or tongue stuck to his foot. Yeah. How? But the way it's it's aired with such mystery. Yeah. Like you remember what happened to the flautists last year. (laughs) So now Lorelai, she keeps walking around town. And that's when she sees Max at yes. Gypsies, but we at, don't know if it's Gypsies yet. Well, it's it's always Hughes Brothers, yeah. is what it's called. Um, True. And yeah. so he's there with his car broken down, but Gypsy is not, not there. the one that's helping him. Yeah. It's a guy. Yeah. Which in another episode, they mention ones that used to work there, so I'm guessing they were the ones there before Gypsy. Yeah, true. True. But yeah, we have not met Gypsy yet. Keep our eye out for when she appears. When does Gypsy appear? So, okay, so that's when she says, I smell snow. And <laughs> so they, she goes over to him and... Because, as she mentioned earlier, snow is like a present to her. Yeah. And so she smells it and that's when she sees him. It's like, that's her present. The snow and Max Medina is here, stranded yeah. in her town. Yeah. <laughs> So then they're discussing, like, who has the, who is taking out whom, who has the rights, because 
of he asked her out first, but then she had to cancel. So who gets the rights to taking the other one also out? Also, <laughs> in his Lorelai's town, not his. So she knows all the good spots. Yeah, he's not going to know where to go. No. <laughs> and we've learned we learned in the past that he teaches classes a few nights at Stanford, mm-hmm. and that's why he's passing through Stars Hollow when yeah. Robert's down this time. Yeah. So, yes, looking forward to their first date finally happening now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now we are at the Gilmore's. Ooh, the mansion. And <laughs> Emily's on the phone with Florence, Florence. the cook, yes. who cannot come in. No. <laughs> One of my favorite Richard quotes from the whole show is in this scene. I feel like it kind of shows off that he actually does have a sense of humor. Sometimes he seems kind of like he's got a dry wit. But my favorite, he says, Rory, are you in any way malnourished or in need of some international relief organization to recruit a celebrity to raise money on your account? (laughs) No, I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) So the thing I love most about that quote is... Sally Struthers, who plays Babette, uh-huh. she used to be one of those celebrity spokespeople for one of the programs about feeding malnourished children. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's In like funny. the 80s and 90s, she did that. She was on the commercials for wow. it. Wow. <laughs> so I love that tie-in. <laughs> yeah. So they all go to the kitchen, and they're looking for something to eat, and they find the frozen, frozen pizza. pizza, which looks delicious. I when love frozen pizza. Emily says that's food you eat at a carnival. Um, <laughs> or in a Turkish prison. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which, Turkish prison is brought up in the next episode, too. Yeah. It's true. It's very interesting. What is it about <laughs> Turkish prisons? <laughs> Do you think that the maid Anna got mad that they possibly because they said that they definitely didn't buy the pizza. Maybe it was the maid Anna. Mm-hmm. Do you think she got mad? Because I doubt that Emily would replace the pizza after they ate it. That is a good question. Yeah. Well, she mm-hmm. was probably fired by the time she got back anyway, so she wouldn't <laughs> even know it was missing. Yeah, <laughs> true. Very true. Now we are walking through town, Max and Lorelai. They just got... State has started. Yeah, they just got their food. So the place they got their food, uh-huh. um, I think, is the place we later learn is JoJo's Burgers. Yeah. So it's the little just like walk-up window, yeah. which I was thinking it's probably because she didn't want to go to Luke's with a date. Oh. Uh, yeah, you're right. That's true. But... Because yeah, we true. see her right. yeah. kind of do similar things later when she's dating other people and not yeah. letting take them to Luke's. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> also, I know that later we find out that Max had the Fiesta Burger. Yes. I looked at the menu. It said it was rated four chilies okay. <laughs> for the spice level. But just, just to show the level here, the sausage, onion, and peppers is three chilies. And the barbecue burger is two chilies. Barbecue isn't usually that spicy. Like, not usually. Not but, usually. But although they, it does depend on the state. Yeah. Because every state has a different take on what barbecue is. Does Connecticut have spicy barbecue? I've never eaten barbecue in Connecticut, so I can't really tell you. Yeah. <laughs> so when they're walking after that, we find out a little bit more about Max. He starts. They start asking each other questions and like, have you ever been married? No. Been close. Yeah. (laughs) Ah, he believes in fate. (laughs) 
So now we are back at the Gilmore's. Rory is in Lorelai's room going through her stuff. Well, after she leaves her parents, grandparents from their arguing. <laughs> yeah, because Richard is once again on a business call, which happens all the time, it seems like. Oh, yeah. And he's always getting into trouble. Well, he does on a business love call. business. And he's a very stern businessman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's yelling about the moron. That's this young and doesn't know anything. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that's when she goes into her mom's room, her mom's old room, and starts looking through. And she finds the old photo album. And that's when she finds the little picture of her in what is supposed to be Christopher, but it's not Christopher. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Which, yeah, still, here we still have not met, met, met Christopher, but yeah. actually when we get to the episode where we meet Christopher, I have some things because I, I just rewatched that episode again, and, oh, I can't wait to get there. Yeah, I can't wait to hear. <laughs> so, yeah, she's looking at that picture. That's when Lane calls her. And, yes. yeah, she's at her house, and Rory's not there. She's really upset. Now it all comes out. She's telling Rory that she's feeling basically neglected. So in so during this where Lane is on the phone with her, I love that we see Lane. She's wearing that green sweater oh, that yeah. I yeah. loved from the Deer Hunters episode, the one that I had in powder blue. Yeah. She's wearing the same sweater. And I love how often they do this in Gilmore Girls because a lot of shows, everyone is always wearing a brand new outfit. And that is not real life. True. Real life is friends borrowing clothes, (laughs) (laughs) especially at that age. Yeah. And so I always remember loving having friends that we shared the same size we could borrow each other's clothes. Yeah. That happened all the time in high school. Yeah. So I love that we actually see that represented in the wardrobe Mm -hmm. on Gilmore Girls. Yeah. So basically she's telling her... Yeah, she's telling her off basically because she yeah. wasn't there. And yeah, she, she says you weren't there when I needed when yeah. I need you. Yeah. Also, if you notice the fruit bowl. Yes, I was gonna mention uh, that. Okay, so this has become filled. a game now. <laughs> it's filled again. Yes, but with different fruits. Yes, I saw like apples, uh, apples, bananas, lemons, pears, pears. I, saw I feel like later, it's on this scene, I didn't, I don't remember seeing lemons on this scene, but maybe when it shows it, it later, later yeah, it shows right. lemons. Yeah. Because I wrote down all the fruit that I saw yeah. <laughs> on the scenes where we see the bowl again. Yeah. And it's this red ceramic bowl so on this one. I'm calling this our new game to see when the fruit bowl will disappear. <laughs> so every episode, we have to name what's in the fruit what's bowl. What's in the bowl, guys? Yeah. When does it switch from fruit to Pop-Tarts? <laughs> exactly, yes. And so, yeah, Lane, she's going on about why she's feeling like Rory isn't there for her. Um, she feels like she's too busy with her new life with yeah. Chilton and her grandparents and Dean. And, and so that's when she starts to tell her about how she touched Rich's hair. <laughs> but the phone's cut out. Yep. <laughs> so they didn't get to talk again. <laughs> Not until the next day. <laughs> yeah. That's when Emily comes in and says, you have to come downstairs because the phone, I mean, the um, the stove is buzzing. <laughs> Notice how, though, Rory was just going to have her grandma take care of it, have Emily take care of it, until Richard said something. Then she's like, oh, 
okay, yeah, we better get down there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now we're at the movies. The black, white, yeah. and red bookstore. <laughs> yeah. First time, right? Yes. I believe. Yes, yes it this is. This is the first. Ooh. Here. We're at the movies, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say how much I love this concept of the black, white, and red bookstore. It's a combination of old movies, which I love, mm-hmm. and books, which I love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In the mood for reading? Go buy a book. In the mood for a movie? Come by and get popcorn and watch your movie. <laughs> yeah. It's very quirky and very stars hollow. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I just, I love the concept. It would be so much fun to do that. Unless you sit in front of Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> then he'll, he'll probably be on you the whole time about being quiet, quiet. so he can reflect. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or when he's making out with Lulu. <laughs> <laughs> So this is where it's established that Max got the Fiesta Burger. Yep. And he calls it interesting and very spicy. Yeah. (laughs) Also, this one is for sure in the Eat Like a Gilmore Cookbook by Christy Carlson. It's something that we will have to try. Yes. Maybe for my next Gilmore Girls party, we will have Fiesta Burgers. And I will have a Fiesta Veggie Burger. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kind of thinking I could use a short break. Yes, definitely. (laughs) Okay. We will be back in a few, guys. We are back. (laughs) So, uh, I guess where we left off is the next scene at the Gilmore Mansion. Where they're eating the frozen pizza. (laughs) Yep. Emily tries it. Yes. So it's hot to her. Richard says it's tasty. Yeah. And he prefers it to salmon. Yeah. Same. <laughs> and then Rory recommends adding extra great fresh grated Parmesan. So she Which adds some to Emily. Amazing. Emily, it met her approval. Mm-hmm. Rory goes upstairs to Lorelai's old room and gets the photo album mm-hmm. and brings it down. And they start telling her about all the photos. Yeah. See that Emily has a sister that we never named hear Hopi. about again. Yeah, she's <laughs> never mentioned again. She lives in Paris now. Mm-hmm. And one thing I noted is that they'd say maybe we should take a trip this year and they offer to take Rory with them. Yeah. Yet in a couple of episodes they say we can't go to Paris now. We only go every two years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We see their wedding picture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we learn that Emily had a thing for Errol Flynn. Oh yeah. The pirate guy. <laughs> yes. Who he was he was an actor. He was in a lot of movies between, like, the 30s and 50s. And he was a pirate in several of them. <laughs> and he definitely had that little mustache that they referenced. <laughs> did he ever swing from a chandelier? I'm assuming he did. Why else would they have mentioned that? <laughs> also, Richard says he would have probably married Lucinda Lester. That's a lie. Which... <laughs> I'm guessing this is maybe just a continuity thing, and later when they say that he would have married Penelope Lott, they uh-huh. forgot what name they said at the beginning. Yeah, I'm guessing that unless what happened, he just had multiple admirers <laughs> that he was trying to choose from, and Emily was the one. Well, it must mm. have been all that good air in Hartford. <laughs> <laughs> Then they get to the picture of Lorelai and yes. her, 
her debutante yeah. ball gown, which is a different dress than we actually see in the flashback scenes. Yeah. It's a oh, much, yeah. it's a different style. Also, the mood here goes from like they're happy and they're laughing, they're having a great time, and, and then, then it, it becomes upset. somber. Yeah. They got upset over that. After that, we go to the scene with Luke. He's outside. Well, he first he sees all of them standing yeah. out there in the freezing snow. <laughs> so he is nice and offers them coffee. But I have a fun <laughs> fact card about Scott Patterson. He played in the minor leagues for the Rangers, Yankees, Dodgers, and the Dodgers. So Luke's mm-hmm. baseball cap is supposed to be a nod to his former career. As oh, really? Yeah. That. Yeah. Because, yeah, yep. Wow. I remember that he played baseball before. Yeah. Before acting. What a fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> so then when he brings them the coffee, first Harry very stubbornly refuses and then finally accepts it after Luke says his dad would have taken it. Yeah. And then... Kirk asks for herbal tea because... With a squeeze of lemon. <laughs> yes. And because you know, he wouldn't be Kirk without... Exactly. Having <laughs> extra has to be different. <laughs> yeah. And then to ask for cocoa. Um, Ooh, that sounds good. <laughs> and then Luke looks up. He, uh, he Well, first he hears... You can hear Lorelai and Max yeah. talking as they're walking. Talking and And... Luke hears that and looks up, and that's when he sees Lorelai and, and Max can walking see, together. You can see in his face, it breaks his heart. Yeah, he looks so sad. Poor Luke. And this is where my dazzling detail comes in. Ooh, do share. So, as Luke is looking up at them and it pans in on Lorelai and Max, uh-huh. we see that there is another bakery in town, guys. What? There's a, big <laughs> sign. There's a big sign behind them, and it says Samantha Lee's Bakery. Who are you, Samantha? Why do you have a bakery? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there's another bakery, Samantha Lee's Bakery. Wow. And then I totally missed that. Then they start walking, and the song that starts playing is "Someone to Watch Over Me," mm-hmm. which I love that song, me and too. it plays a few times in different episodes. Yeah, yeah, it does. So, after that, after Luke gets his heart broken, (laughs) we go to Lorelai's house. And they're standing out on the porch. She explains to him that she's never done this. Like, she's never brought the The guy home. Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, she has, she's had very strict dating rules. Uh Uh-huh. And Rory doesn't meet the men she's dating. Uh So, this is a very different situation. She's hesitant. She doesn't know what to do. Yeah. But then she finally says, would you like some coffee? Yeah. So they go in. <laughs> so, yeah, yet. she talks about how she's built up a tolerance and yeah. makes coffee that's too intense for most people. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they start making the coffee. They get a little distracted. <laughs> yeah. So that's... And then Lane comes yeah, out. Yeah, Lane comes oh. out. Poor Lane. How awkward. Poor Lane. This whole episode, those were the two words that came to mind. Poor Poor Lane. Lane. Yes. (laughs) So she comes out and runs back into Rory's room. So Lorelai follows her because she sees that she's once to talk. Yeah. And she hears the cure, so. Yeah. So, yeah, when she goes back in, right before she says, that's the cure, I have to go back in there, because especially that song, Pictures of You, that is definitely 
I feel like that was a good teen melodramatic song to listen to when you're feeling <laughs> like Wayne was there. That was yeah. one of my go-to songs when I felt like that. And I still, on my days now, if I, it's like a rainy day that gets me down. Not only do I listen to Rainy Days and Mondays by the Carpenters, yeah. Yeah. I listen to Pictures of You. Yeah. It's a good song for that. So agreed. That's when Lorelai goes in and starts talking to her, and that's when Lane is starting to tell her what happened today. Yeah. Yes. But she she's always there without his permission. Now we're getting somewhere. Um... Yeah, and then I love how she suggests she should be a hairdresser. Then she can run her fingers through <laughs> anyone's <lie>. hair. <laughs> and they'll pay her for it. <laughs> and so we see Lane is very humiliated by this experience. Yeah. And Lorelai is very good at being sympathetic about it. Mm-hmm. Although also reassuring her that in the grand scheme of things, this is a very small thing. Yeah. Because at that age, we feel like any piece of embarrassment is huge. Mm-hmm. And so I thought Lorelai did a good job of saying, I understand how you're feeling, but later you'll realize this isn't as big a deal as you think it is now. Yeah. Very good lesson from yeah. Lorelai Gilmore. <laughs> Lessons with Lorelai. <laughs> so then she, um, Lorelai comes back out. She tells Max about how Lane has had this horrible teenage day. She's going to crash here. Major and, Judy Bloom moment. Yes. <laughs> Which really makes me want to go back and read some Judy Bloom books. Oh, same. <laughs> and then she tells him to sleep on the couch and then mm-hmm. it's comfortable. The thing about that is I read so many things that say that couch was not comfortable at all. And if you had to sit on it for a scene, you were it wasn't an enjoyable experience. Really? Um, but it was like bricks. It was really an uncomfortable couch. How yeah. odd. I don't know. I always thought it would be cozy. It, it looks, looks like it would be. The look it of does, it. yeah. Um, next scene, Lorelai's laying in bed and she yes. hears the car pull up. Rory's home. And she's like, oh, I forgot to tell Rory. Yes. Yeah. And before, when she's first getting up, we see her pajamas. Yes! The pajama yes. sock monkey shirt. So this is, for those of you interested in Gilmore fashion, this is Paul Frank is the brand. So Paul Frank's sock monkey pajamas. So if you want to look for that, go out and look for it. Uh-huh. <laughs> and also, the Gilmore's scent Rory via car and driver. Uh-huh. They did not bring her home. They sent no. her through a driver because... Yeah. They're the Gilmores. <laughs> <laughs> so that's when Lorelai meets Rory at the door. And first thing, Rory's like, you have something to tell me. <laughs> and she's like, okay, I got a boy in the house. <laughs> yeah, so she's warning her about Max. Yeah. And then as they go inside, she bl- she blames it on the snow. She compares it to catnip. Yeah. <laughs> And Rory is just super quiet in mm-hmm. reacting. She's not really reacting at all. She's just quiet. She's You can tell she's trying to think about this. And then Lorelai asks her how she feels, and she gives her some options. Angry, frustrated, nauseous. <laughs> and Rory's answer is just weird. Weird. <laughs> and the big thing, once again, that she freaks out about is, did he use the bathroom? I have things hanging in there. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes. Teenage mortification. <laughs> So then Rory and Lane are talking about how the phones died. Rory apologizes. And Lane's like, no, it's okay. You seem to have this amazing life going for you, and I just don't fit in. Once again, you know, it's 
back to the same things that where Rory has these new things, she's reconnected with her grandparents and kind of is being able to live that more posh lifestyle when she's with them. Then she Uh also has her boyfriend. She's going to the fancy private school now. Uh So to Lane, her life looks perfect now and she feels like she doesn't fit in anymore, which I loved how Rory assured her that she does and says... I'm, I'm talking, talking Legos. Legos. Because <laughs> Legos fit together so tightly. Yeah, they and, do. And it's even hard. when the changes are made, they still fit back in. Yeah, they do. Yeah. It's Perfect. <laughs> it's such a great illustration. <laughs> and so, then, oh, go on. No, go ahead. Then they make plans <laughs> to have coffee at Luke's at 2. Yeah. And Rory assures her they will discuss the hair-touching incident. <laughs> and Lane wants to hear about the teacher-on-the-couch incident. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> then we see Lorelai and Max laughing and talking. Yeah. Rory looks and sees this. Yeah. And then she pulls out her the picture she took of um, Lorelai and, and Christopher, Christopher taking yes. at one of those photo booths. Yes. <laughs> Actually, hang on. The fruit bowl. There's some the fruit, bowl. Yes. fruit in there. There That's, are lemons in there now. Yes, lemons and, and green apples. Yeah, green apples. Yeah. Now, how far after this episode is the next one? Because bananas come into play in the next one, and I see the bananas in the bowl. Yeah. Right. Well, they're both still winter because this is the first snow. The mm-hmm. next one is the winter formal. So they're both still winter, but I don't know how close in time. Hmm. <laughs> They're both before before the winter break from school. Yeah. So, I don't know. I guess we will delve into that, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then I love that it pans out from the view of Rory mm-hmm. through the snow-covered kitchen window as yes. she's gazing at those pictures. I love that, too. <laughs> that was really good episode that was great yeah <laughs> so i want to thank you amber for joining us on yes. this one again Aww, thank you thank you for letting me join i'm not too awkward i hope <laughs> no we no. love having you <laughs> okay so our next episode will be season one episode nine rory's dance Ooh, it's a good one <laughs> yes it is they're all good though i guess yeah <laughs> the whole show was good <laughs> So, in the meantime, we'll just be sipping on coffee bowls at the Mud House. <laughs> <laughs>